Shalom, and welcome to the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations weekly Torah commentary series. I'm Rabbi Michael Hillel from Havarat Adonai Shama in Netanya, Israel. This week we're discussing Parshat Pinchas. Our text begins in Numbers 27. When I volunteered to prepare a study on this week's Torah portion, in the back of my mind I was thinking about Pinchas' zeal for the honor and the holiness of Hashem, Numbers 25, 10, and 11, or maybe about the covenant of Shalom and of everlasting priesthood that Hashem declared would be between him and Pinchas and his descendants forever, Numbers 25, 12, and 13. However, as I sat down to begin writing, the Ruach took me in an entirely different direction. In October 2015 Forbes article entitled, When and How to Hand Over the Reins to Your Business, asks, How do you know when it's time to step aside and to make room for a new generation of leaders? And what is the best way to handle the transition? Of the five points in the article, two of them struck me as relevant to this week's reading. One, to prepare the next generation of leaders, and then two, to move aside and stay there on the sidelines. In Parshat Pinchas, Hashem tells Moses that it's his time to step aside, but Hashem does not say who is to take over. Quoting, Then Adonai said to Moses, Go up this mountain of the Abrim range and look at the land which I have given to Bnei Israel. When you have seen it, you will be gathered to your people just as Aaron, your brother, was gathered, Numbers 27, 12, and 13. Because Hashem does not tell Moses who is to take over, it appears that Moses will be unable to train the new leader or to prepare the best manner of transition. So Moses does what has become his pattern when he has to deal with things that are beyond his control. He prays, quoting, May Adonai, God of the spirits of all flesh, appoint a man over the community to go out and to come in before them, who will lead them out and bring them out, so that the people of Adonai will not be like sheep without a shepherd. Numbers 27, 16, and 17. Immediately, Hashem responds with the answer, quoting, Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the Ruach, and lay your hand on him. Moses did as Adonai commanded him. He took Joshua and stood him before Eliezer the Kohen and all the entire assembly. Then he laid his hands on him and commissioned him, just as Adonai had spoken by Moses' hand. Numbers 27, 18 and 22 and 23. Not much is said in this passage about Moses' preparing Joshua but earlier in Numbers, we're told that Joshua, the son of Nun, was Moses' assistant since Joshua was but a youth, Numbers 11.28, and that Joshua had already proved himself faithful when he gave a good report upon returning from spying out the land, Numbers 13. From these accounts, it is clear that Moses has been mentoring Joshua for years. Likewise, in this week's Haftarah, 1 Kings 1846-1921, to 
Elijah's replacement is sprung on him with little or no preparation. Hashem's command to Elijah to anoint his replacement almost reads like a passing thought. Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you get there, anoint Haziel, king over Aram, anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel, and anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, of Abel Meholah, as prophet in your place. 1 Kings 19, 15 and 16. According to tradition, Elijah then mentored Elisha for six or seven years. The second part gleaned from the Forbes article it seems simple. The outgoing leader is to move aside and stay there on the sidelines. At this, this point was not an issue for either Moses or Elijah, since when the time came to turn over the reins, Hashem took them both away. Granted, this is not an ideal manner of being sidelined that most leaders would want to face. A much better way is for the outgoing leader to be able to say like Rav Shaul when he was preparing to go up to Jerusalem the last time, quote, take care of yourselves and all the flock which the Ruach HaKodesh has made you overseers to shepherd the community of God. Acts 20, 28. Rav Shaul was speaking to friends, disciples, and co-workers, ones he had mentored and trained for such a time as this. Although Rav Shaul was not going to his immediate death, most of the individuals he was addressing would never see him again. Like Moses and Elijah, Rav Shaul had to trust that the training and mentoring each had received over the years would be enough for them to become the successful physical and spiritual leaders that their communities needed. It is safe to assume that all three of these outgoing leaders knew that there were gaps in their replacements' trainings that would leave them unprepared to handle some of the situations that they would face. Each of these three men had to trust that in times like these, others would step up and step in for the, for the position. Moses trusted that Eliezer the Cohen would assist Joshua. Elijah more than likely trusted the other prophets would assist Elisha when he had to deal with the unknown. And from the tone of Rav Shaul's exhortation, he expected the various communal leaders to, to stand together and to supply what the other might need. Today, in many of our Messianic communities, our leadership is growing older, and well, the times, they are changing. What worked in the past doesn't always work today, because society has changed drastically over the last few decades. Technology and social media have changed the way that today's generation reacts and responds to the world around them. Hopefully, we have been training or mentoring younger leaders, preparing them to step in when it is our time to climb the mountain like Moses or to hand over the mantle like Elijah. However, if we have not yet started the process, it is not too late. We simply need to follow Moses' pattern to pray 
and seek Hashem's choice of who to mentor and then pour into their lives. Finally, no matter where in the process we find ourselves, we are to commission those appointed leaders and release them to do what Hashem has empowered them to do. My hope and prayer is that we are preparing the next generation of leaders to step in and that we step aside and let them take the reins when the time is right. This is Rabbi Michael Hillel signing off and wishing you Shabbat Shalom. For more commentaries like this, visit umjc.org forward slash commentaries.